to the Fantasy's Finest Fantasy Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, William Spencer, Jalen McQueen, and Mark Carter. Yeah, what's going on, Fantasy World? Episode 6 is here. And guess what? We have a very special guest that has joined the podcast today. I would like to formally introduce... I don't really care for this dude too much because he beat me last year in the championship <laughs> round of our home league, uh, the 300. But we got a special a good guest, friend of mine. But I don't care for him yep. too much. I don't like him. <laughs> but no, he's a good dude. Very good fantasy player. Um, I would like to introduce my friend, Mr. Mike Scott. Mike Scott, say what's up to the people. What's up, people? What's going on? Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know what, Will? That's I haven't heard that much. Uh, I haven't heard that much. You know, joy in your voice of introducing me. I appreciate that. No problem, man. It's, <laughs> we're fantasy rivals, but it's love. And you're an Eagles uh, fan, so we don't really get to talk really absolutely. nice to each other during the season. About time you <laughs> added an Eagles fan on this piece. I'm just saying. Now nah, we don't need your kind here. <laughs> All good. What but, you doing here, boy? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, for but, real. I appreciate y'all coming on here. Uh, let me be on here with y'all. Uh, this is definitely uh, very interested in getting into this uh, this whole breakdown. Yes, sir. Yeah, no problem. Yes, we will be going over our NFC. Sorry, a- I keep getting that mixed up. Oh, come on, cuz AFC, 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 the AFC East. And focus on his Cowboys. That's what happened. I yeah, know. right. Yo, because it's been so much going on, but I don't want to. We're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> man, this man, cuz man, come on. Look, this is one thing you have to get used to on here is that whatever Jalen just likes to distract us with Cowboys, but he knows I'm gonna feed into it. Facts. But we are going to get into our divisional breakdowns for the AFC East. Mike will be along for us for the whole episode. So he will be imparting his knowledge to our fantasy football podcast. We appreciate him coming on. You know what you got to do right now. Please follow us on all your social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at the Fantasy's Finest. You can follow the host and our new handles. What's your new um, name, baby? What's your new name? My new handle is <laughs> hype underscore finest on Twitter. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Because, all right. His name is Hype underscore Finest, but instead of the F, it's a PH. He never, uh-huh. he never, he never explains that. it. He never specifies that. Uh, I mean, so it's with, yo, 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 show. It's, yo, Mike Crum on, on a round of Cowboys gonna be like, yo, what, what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> he definitely gonna call me out. It's not, it's not an F. It's a PH, just like the show. You know, so it's, it's Hype underscore oh, Finest across the Cowboys. I got y'all. Mm-hmm. We keep yeah. them in line. We keep them in line. All right, all this can, Cowboys talk. Let's keep it moving. Oh, <laughs> you can follow Jalen at Ace underscore ECA four, and you can follow Mark at McNux on Twitter. So we can KN UX man. Yeah, thank you, my guy. Yeah, Mike. Mike definitely left that K off. Oh my god, that was hilarious. But. We're going to keep it short and sweet because we really want to get in. I really want to get into the AFC East because all of this Sam Donald yes. talk over the last couple of episodes uh-huh. has finally come to a head. Uh-huh. Hey, listen. Without listen. further ado, let's keep it moving. <laughs> so are you in or out? Listen to me. Listen. Stop. Stop. I need to know what is happening right now. Okay. Okay. You know what? Moving too fast. Bottom line. Are you in or are you out? In or out or what? Mm-mm, no time for questions, just action. In or out. Okay, well, then I'm out. I'm sorry, Jet. Actually, you're already in. All right, so I wanted to bring this up to you guys because this was something that was discussed over two different teams. Um, Amari Cooper. And I'm in. Porter... <laughs> <laughs> Man, let, me, let me finish first. <laughs> so on two different interviews... Amari Cooper and quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray. He, they both have said that they have, they both have wide receiver groups that can have over a thousand yards per player. So Amari Cooper was talking about him, Gallup and CeeDee Lamb. And Kyler Murray brought up, you know, Larry Fitzgerald, DeAndre Hopkins, and Christian Kirk. They mm-hmm. both say that they, they're both their groups can have over a thousand yards per wide receiver. 
which group do you think could pull it off and who's the better group? Are you in and out? Cowboys. Or the Cowboys or the... God darn it. Or <laughs> 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 the Aaron Lewis can't Cardinals. ask Ace, yo. All right, no, no, no. All right, we're at. Specifically, completely unbiased. The Cowboys seriously could do it. That's last, a lot of half. Get out of here, man. Mark, 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 Mark. Really? Last season, we were 172 yards from doing that. Randall okay. Cobb had 828. Amari and Gallup both had 1,000. We was 172 yards away from that. So if CD is as good as they're saying he is in, the, in camp right now, then we definitely could do that. And with Mike McCarthy and his new West Coast offense, we definitely could do that. Sprinkled in, of course, because mm-hmm. Kellen Moore is still calling the shots there. But well, yeah, be yeah, but you more know. to your point, I agree because you saw what that simple change in offensive coordinator from Scott <clears throat> Linehan to Kellen Moore did for the, you know, the Cowboys' offense as a whole, especially the wide right. receivers. Like, yeah, 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 I agree with you, Jalen. I, I really think the Cowboys are going to accomplish this uh, uh, feat, man, because uh, you're looking at the, uh, the Cardinals' uh, wide receivers, especially last year, man, Fitzgerald with 804 yards. Kirk with seven hundred nine. Mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, I, and I don't. I don't think we see with with the quarterback with Collar, man. I, I like. I love Collar. I love Collar Murray. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't know. You know, like I mean, is, is he going to do it again this year? You know I mean, well, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be like dishing out or, or slinging it like he, you know, like he will, you know, this year. But I mean, so the chances go like percentage wise, man. Cowboys should have it. Cowboys should be proven, man, to get a three K, you know, a three bulls on a thousand, man. I think, I think that's be that'll be the best bet if you get right. it, you know, Mike. Um, yeah, so we're comparing Dallas and Arizona, though. So obviously, we look at Dallas, like uh, he said, you know, Cooper had eleven eighty nine yards, but he also had seventy nine receptions. Gallup had sixty six receptions. And we're talking about CeeDee Lamb. Obviously, we don't really know. They can do all things in practice. But when it comes to the game, right? we don't know what happens in the NFL. It totally changes. So but he had 62 receptions, uh, uh, 13, 27 yards, and 14 touchdowns in college. Mm-hmm. I mean, he also had a, you know, a, a bunch of other wide receivers as well that was in Oklahoma as well. Right. So I think it all comes down to Dak. Can he spread the ball around? Uh, who is going to be his favorite target um, and who's going to get what, you know, who's going to be able to step up. And then also the Cowboys are, they, who's going to, are they going to run the ball more or are they actually going to just keep tossing that, tossing a rock out there? That's the whole different story too. Now also with Arizona, you got Hopkins over there now. So that's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. You got Hopkins, you got Christian Kirk and you got Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. Fitzgerald is like the legend that will never go away. He's the so, Frank Gore. He's but, the Frank Gore of wide receivers. Legit, right. yeah, legit. Facts. So, but Hopkins had 104 receptions last year. That's like unheard of. Like legit, 104 receptions with uh, 1165 and seven touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But their offensive line was trash last year. So you can only imagine how Arizona is going to be. And also, they're a passing uh, team too. You know, you also got Kendrick Drake. He's not going to run that much. They also pass out the out backfield as well. So I have a feeling, obviously, looking at Dallas, they have all the weapons to be able to have 3,000-yard receivers. Arizona is definitely up in the air, but it's not too bad. They, they, they definitely could end up doing it too. So who knows? I really right. think Dallas is more than, than Arizona. Go ahead, Will. Yeah, yeah, definitely Mike's right, man. Yeah, Mike's right. Uh, Dallas has already been proven, you know what I mean? Armari and, and Michael already been through 1,000 last season, man. So – for sure. I mean, CD. If if he if CD is the the, the hype CD, then yeah. I mean, that that's already given. You right. know what I mean, I'm so glad Mike came on. It's just it's so nice. <laughs> you know He's what? Listen, for, 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 for Mike to speak Cowboys, Listen, man. This is why it's called fantasy, not about you know your own team. It is what it is. So that's why I win and you lose. So I'm <laughs> You the champ, you champ, you know, until the season starts. So, you know. But thank you. You guys did an excellent job. I, I'm very proud of you guys right now. Shedding a tear. Oh, who cares? Oh, wrap it up for my dad. Get out of here. I know. That's dad mode. 
<laughs> but that that good job. Um, I believe that the Cowboys wide receivers are they get the edge. I think the offense, um, in terms of passing volume, um, they get the edge there. You saw what happened um, last season between both Kyler Murray. They're looking to um, ramp up their passing um, in Arizona. The, adding DeAndre Hopkins definitely allows you to be able to do that. Um, so I do think that. Um, Arizona's passing attack will be a little bit better, but I think overall the Cowboys have the edge in terms of um, targets, volume, and um, talent. Um, Christian Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald aren't bad talents, but you got a bunch of younger guys over it with the Cowboys. Right. So yeah. I think they you get the edge there too in terms of – And then not only that, but Larry and Kirk didn't even hit a 1,000, whereas Amari yeah, and Gallup did. Yeah, yeah, but they already proven. Right. right. Randall, so, they would have did it like yeah, like you brought out earlier. They would have did it with Randall Cobb if he had caught a few more balls. So. And no, I don't even think it's just caught a few. Like his, a lot of his passes. Don't know why, but were called back. He had four touchdowns called back last season. That mm-hmm. could have well been over 172 yards. So mm-hmm. Dak and the Cowboys would have accomplished that last season. You know, if O line don't hold, you know, blocking the all that type of stuff. So, you know, I like guess it's, it's unanimous Cowboys. But that'll wrap it up for Are You In or Out? Now let's get into the news. News and notes from around the NFL. All right, first up, Bruce Arians, a nice little report out of Tampa Bay. Bruce Arians has said that Rob Gronkowski has looked like he did five or six years ago. He's moving around and running fast in, in uh, camp. Are you jumping on? Of course you're going to say that, man. Of course you're going to say that. Are you jumping on the hype? Are you jumping on the Gronk hype train? Because I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm choo, all for choo, it, too. my guy. Choo-choo. <laughs> what? Listen, I've said this before. I, I'm, I'm going to let you speak. Just let me get this out real quick. Gronk coming back to the league is very underrated. Mm-hmm. Very underrated. Wait, 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 wait. Will, Will, do you, are you going to say that Gronk is going to be the first tight end off the board? No, I'm not mm. going to say that. And you okay. can tell, you can look at the AD, you can look at, the, at fantasy football calculator and see where um, Gronk is being drafted at. It's around the fifth or sixth round. So okay. he's not going. And he's not going to be the number one tight end. You got Kelsey, who's you know who's done it. Everybody's very skeptical mm-hmm. about the year off from football that Gronk has taken. I'm not worried about it. He's got his head on straight because of it. His body's better because of it. He's got the rest. His mental is back. Tom Brady's not going to call Rob Gronkowski out of retirement to not have him in the offense to be his go-to, one of his go-to guys. I'm not buying Mm. it. But word around fantasy circles, you know, around Twitter and, you know, whatever fantasy analysts, they're not buying it. They think that, you know, Rob Gronkowski is, he's been away from the game too long and, you know, he's a year older. The boy is like 31. How many other, how many other tight ends that were older? Um, Antonio, Antonio Gates, uh, Tony Gonzalez. When Tony he Gonzalez, retired. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's a bunch of older guys, Jared Cook, um, Ben Watson of just a, uh, two years mm-hmm. ago. They were still playing, and they were much older guys. Gronk, he just needed to get his head on straight in the Patriot way. wasn't the way he wanted to play football anymore. So he had to figure out a way to get out of it. Now he has Tampa Bay. They're going to be – Tampa Bay is going to be nasty, and Gronk going to be a part of it. I'm all for Rob Gronkowski this year. Okay, that's fair enough. Mike, I ain't got nothing to say on that one, truthfully. Uh, I think the the biggest thing I think with Tampa Bay is the unit they have as a team. So uh, him not having to do much and just just be out there, mm-hmm. either block or go out, you never know what they're going to put out there. So um, I think he's going to be a week-to-week situation. I'm not sure if he's going to be every week person that you're going to get the butt mess stats, but who knows? I mean, he's been out for, out for a season, uh, so we'll see what happens. All right. All right. Well, I'm gonna just keep my comments to myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you save your you save your juice for Sam Darnold. That's what you need to explain. <laughs> all I'm forward. gonna say, I'm Moving I'm forward. out on Gronk. That's okay. all I'm gonna say. Oh, all really? right. Moving forward, no. we're gonna stay in Tampa Bay. Ronald Jones has been uh, getting a lot more 
taking turn in fantasy this this offseason too. Uh the Bucks running back spoke to a bleacher report uh last week or earlier last yeah, last week, stating that it's time for him to boss up and step up to help the Bucks. Reported Jones's progress in training camp has been good. He's been getting praise from Bruce Arians. Do you think it's Puff or can Jones be the real deal this year? Man, that's Puff the Magic Dragon, dog. Come on. Man. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like Mark already like said, who cares? Yeah. Who, who cares? Yeah. Come on, dude. Like, you, 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 what, they got McCoy too? Come on, man. I don't think, like, I don't think McCoy is going to be – he's going to get some touches and stuff. But I think that they're really buying into Ronald Jones making the progress. The only thing I'm waiting for right now is for Tom Brady to come out and vouch for him because once that happens – his ADP is going to shoot through the roof. Mm, sure. Yeah. Sure. All right, move on. Henry Ruggs reportedly is to pick up the Antonio Brown role for the Raiders. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> man? We got a new Who cares? <laughs> this is big. This could be big. You know what Antonio Brown was supposed to do with the Raiders. Now supposed you bring in Henry Ruggs. He didn't do yeah. anything. I mean, he flaked himself out of the job, remember? Yeah, he did flake himself. Yeah, you're right. Oh. You're right. Do you so know you how many wide receivers they have, though? Yeah, they got like a They got R- Ruggs. They got Brian Edwards. Yeah. Hunter Renfro, which I like. Yeah, we were talking about the last episode. Yep. Um, Terrell Williams, and he he was always uh, a big name. And then you also have, um, well, whack behind Zach jo- Zay Jones. I, I don't like him. Never like, never did. Don't um, like and, and Zay Jones. And, yeah, nah. uh, yeah. And then um, they got Jason Witten and Waller at uh, at um, at tight end. So, so right. So, I mean, I mean, obviously Henry Ruggs was drafted to take the number one spot. So I'm quote unquote here to pick up Antonio Brown. Like Mark said, who cares? You are like that's already your role anyway. Like, but, it, like, but it, see, for fantasy, you need you. I'll say this, and then we can we can likely move on. You want confirmation when players come in, especially rookies, when they come in and they're getting a job, or you know, it's perceived that they're going to start. Like uh, the situation going on in. Uh, with the Rams, with the starting running back. Nobody knows who it is. But as soon as somebody comes out and says, you know what, Cam Akers is confirmed. And I'm not talking about reporters. I'm talking about like the team. Now, who – now, I remember – now, I know what you're talking about because – didn't we talk about this a couple of weeks ago or last yeah. week? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Now, now, who was the person who come out who came out and said that? It was the coach. Yeah. I want to hear it from the coach. I don't care about what no rookie has to say about his role. Now, and, and Gruden came out and said – Henry Ruggs is going to pick up the Antonio Brown rule. Okay. But he said it. Who cares? <laughs> and, 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 and plus, Gruden is, is full of it. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, yeah, yeah, you ain't never lie about that. Yeah, he like, is, come on. He's a capologist. And I'm not talking about <laughs> salary cap. Yeah. You're the capologist too, Will. All, all cap. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not not me. You're <laughs> <laughs> such a hater, y'all. All right. <sighs> and ultimate pleaser. You know what? <laughs> All right, now here's the here's the biggest part of our news. Dave Zangaro of the NBC Sports Philadelphia reported comments from oh, Carson yes. Wentz's view on Jalen so on Jalen Rook uh, Jalen Rager, and comparing him to Falcons wide receiver Julio Jones. I love that Stop. Mike is here. I love Please, that Mike. Please oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Here, y'all. Go ahead. I, I want Mike to comment on this too. Yeah, when please. I, when I'm done. He said. We watch a lot of clips with our routes and stuff like that. And he just says, you're explosive like Julio. You can run fast and you can jump high. You, he's just saying certain routes. Certain people can't run. He's just like, you can run those routes. What are you uh, Wait, wait, wait. wait. Right. Before, you, Mike, before you go, real quick. Hey, Will, can you make this the trailer for episode six? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Yo, I can. Listen. Yo, for Mike real. Like, first of all, so he Carson's talking about his wide receiver. Mm-hmm. He's comparing him to whatever he's seeing in practice or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. He's not saying, oh, you're going to be better than Julio Jones or whatever. It's just like every black quarterback that runs, oh, they're comparing him to Vic. You know, everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the same thing. So either way, I, I don't care about this. Once he's on the field, that's all that matters. But he's just saying something that he sees from mm-hmm. his young wide receiver. 
So yeah. I don't see why this is even news. It's just somebody <laughs> just trying to put things hey, together. No. Who cares? <laughs> who cares? It's stupid. Now hear me no. out. Hear me, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me Go out. out there and play ball. Facts. <laughs> that's, that's true. Like, that's it. That's, that's the that's the ultimate truth, especially from a fan's perspective. But what I've learned, you know, watching you know other fantasy analysts, watching how they do the news, watching news and how it changes people's perspective on players. While we might, as a fan, we might feel like, yeah, this is not a real big deal. This is not real news. But as a fantasy owner or a prospective fantasy owner who may be looking at Jalen Reger in the later rounds, this is something that changes viewpoints and it sways crowds. It sways the masses into a different direction where let's say they weren't really, you know, worried about Jalen Reger or drafting him because, you know, we don't know what he's going to do. But if Carson Wentz is expressing some kind of confidence in this wide receiver, it changes the dynamic of how people tend to draft. Because now well, it's well, like, I mean, I'm, well, I'm only speaking well, from a listen, fan. Listen, no, but understand, the Eagles had nobody. Yeah, they did. So you're they talking about, uh, he's got, he got, he's a first round pick. And they're saying they're not going to look at him at all. That doesn't no. make sense. Uh, all I want them to, I, all I want Carson to do is just keep comparing him to Julio. So that way, when you guys are 6-10, and 10, and y'all have the same excuse <laughs> every year. Did, you know, did, y'all meet, did y'all meet the playoffs last year? Wait, wait, wait. I interrupt you, Mike. Don't start that. Don't start that. I, I I'm, trying, I'm, being, I'm being very fancy right now, wait. and I'm not going back and forth because we can all do right. this. All right, all right, all right. Well, let's keep this it fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. I just compare, keep comparing him to Julio. So then at the end of the season, y'all can say, Carson ain't had no help. And I'm going to say, I thought he was Julio Jones. <laughs> he said he can run certain routes. <laughs> Doesn't mean, hey, if he catches the ball, he gets the ball. He got to do it on the field. That's he true. can do whatever he, he yeah, hey, exactly. It's like practice. It's like Ben, Sh- ben Simmons shooting threes in practice. Exactly. Oh, never in the Jesus Christ. Exactly. Please don't get us started on this. Oh, yeah. I'm not, we're not going to do it. They think he's in a uh, tough spot this week. That's, maybe they're probably happy right now. But anyway, by the way, that, let's um, move on. By the way, for uh, listeners yeah. who didn't know, um, the Sixers just got swept. All right, go ahead, Will. <laughs> such a jerk. Oh my goodness! That'll, that'll breathe. One, two, three, four, five. Stop, dog. <laughs> oh man, we are not gonna have any listeners from Philadelphia. After oh my this god! Drop. All right, well, that'll oh that'll wrap it up for our news. Very good news segment. Y'all so stupid. All right, let's get into our divisional breakdowns. For the AFC East. Divisional breakdown. The AFC East. All right. First up, um, I know in the show, Doc, I have the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills up first. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the Patriots because they won the division first. They were 12-4 and last year. They made the playoffs, but they have had significant changes um, to their team. No Brady, baby. Yeah, no, no Brady. No Brady. Mm-hmm. They had That's, the most. They had no the most Brady. players uh, opt out of for the COVID. Um, mm-hmm. So why are we talking about them again? Well, oh, I know. Why are we talking about them, Jalen? Cam Newton. Killer Cam. Okay, but let me start off with this. Is Sam Darnold going to be better than yes. Cam Newton? Yes. <laughs> Is Sam Darnold going to be yes. better than Cam Newton? Now, come on, guys. Yes. You got to be out your mind, man. I ain't trying to do that. <laughs> yo, yo, don't get me started. I'm going to rant anyway when we go. You know what? We'll just start it up, Will. Let's go ahead. Now, if you talk about Jared Stidham, let me stop. Jared, <laughs> go ahead. Jared Stidham is sitting him because he's been sitting on the sidelines while Cam's been putting in work <laughs> uh, per the recent reports out of Patriots camp. But mm-hmm. it's always been speculated that, you know, Cam has more talent than the quarterbacks that are on the roster for the Patriots right now. You know, Jared Stidham is basically an unknown guy. Brian Hoyer is what he is. He's a glorified journeyman. So it's basically Cam, if can Cam learn the system in time for the start of the season? And we've, you know, you kind of know that based on the reports over the years that the system isn't, 
particularly easy for a quarterback to grasp, especially coming in. And he's got a shorter timetable than a normal, you know, because of COVID, the normal season. Um, my question to you guys is, if Cam gets the job, do you think that he can be fantasy relevant this year? Because there's a lot of unknowns as particular to how they're going to run the offense with him, what they're going to allow him to do, what he's going to bring, and can he stay healthy? Hmm. No. No? No. Right, you got to explain why, bro. Okay. Um, number one, Cam is not accurate at all. That's number one. Also, Cam gives the ball away way too much. For an experienced quarterback, for you to be giving the ball away, for you to be throwing um, 13 interceptions, 16, 14, 17, no. And and, and the type of offense uh, that the Patriots run, it's, it's, you know, it's perfect for Tom Brady if he has weapons. Um, Cam is not the type of player that's going to make receivers better. He needs established receivers. And right. what receivers does he have in New England? Julian Elliman, I mean, he's old, led the league in drops last season. Nikhil Harry is a rookie, you know, not a not a speed burner, not going to run past anybody. He has a worse tight end group in the NFL. I mean, uh, we talked about the Patriots running backs the other day. I mean, I mean, last week. Cam, I don't see how this is going to work. I was surprised when the Patriots picked him up because it makes no sense. I mean, I'm I'm interested to see how it fits. Maybe it might work with Stid, but I don't see it working with Cam. Well, you know, you know what? It's so funny, man. There's a lot of the sites, a lot of fantasy sites right now, like ESPN and Fantasy Pros, man, putting Cam Newton between 15 and 16, man, as far as uh, quarterback ranking. I, yeah, I know. We're swapping out between Ben Roethlisberger. Actually, you know what? Going back, man, will Sam Darnold be better than Cam Newton? Uh, you know what? Yeah, I think yes, so, Yes, he man. will. Yes, he yeah. will. Yeah, I think he will. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? I feel like he got an upside. Sam got an upside on Cam. I mean, like I said, the Patriots don't really have they just don't they just don't have that I feel like they don't have that spark, man. You know what I mean? It's not it's not the same Patriots no more. It's a rebuilding process, dude. And Cam's not gonna be the, the quarterback to lead that rebuilding team, man. You know what I mean? I don't think so. Nah. I don't think they they gotta they gotta get somebody else out the draft, yo, for real for right. real. Cam, Cam ain't Superman no more. But that's just my opinion though, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> what, what's up, Mike? I mean, what happened? What's, what, what? I mean, I'm just saying, like, I mean, we know Cam. You know, Cam has this whole chip on his shoulder right now, too. I mean, yep. listen, you know, you you uh, Carolina did him dirty. Mm. You know, don't don't think Bill Belichick uh, doesn't do his research either. So he's not he's not a, you know a spring chicken in this thing. He's one of the best coaches in in the league and NFL in general. So and that could be debatable because you know we'll see the season how if it was just Tom Brady or if it was Bill Bill Belichick. So right. Um. But with Cam, I always think, like, he ha also has, you know, he's healed up. You know, he had a lot of injuries. He had, like, foot injuries. He had, you know, shoulder, uh, lost a lot of power when he was uh, – his last season when he did play. Um, so – and then also his receivers that he did have wasn't great. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, right. So, so it wasn't great either. So – it, it's really hard. Were they run, running the correct routes? Were they – it's all those things. With Edelman as well. And the kill Harry is coming up. And so, we see what he's doing last year as well. And he could be – he's he's heard to, like, rise up a lot. So, mm -hmm. um, we could really see where, where Cam can be. But with that type of coaching as well, we never know what uh, he can be. But I think it's a sight and see. And, you know, obviously, if you're going to pick Cam up, you better back him up as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, with somebody, but I, 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 it's it's definitely uh, if you're gonna pick him, be, you know, I say it's a beware, you know. But mm -hmm. well, normally I think if he's if Mark mentioned earlier that he was going around the 15, 16 in terms of QB rank, that's probably gonna put him about. He's gonna be likely your QB too. You're gonna draft him a right. later in the draft. But right. You you brought up um, wide receivers, and we know how. Um, Nikhil Harry was last season. He was a rookie. Tom Brady didn't really trust him, so he didn't really get to see it the field that much. Or he well, didn't he get that much attention hurt. while he, he was did. out there. Yeah, he I was, did. I was, I was getting to that. I was getting to that, Jalen. Thank you. Thank, thank you. 
saying you could have said that first and then follow it up. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to you know, you kind of build to see this is why you don't lead the podcast. No, no, this is man. I'm just visiting, man. But exactly why yeah, okay. It's always the young pups, man. They always trying to creep in and steal and steal your thunder. But Mike brought up a good point about Nikhil Harry being on the rise. Um, I think having a quarterback like Cam Newton would bring out um, the positives in Nikhil Harry because you have a guy, they're both starting on the same page. Uh, whereas Tom Brady was a, you know, kind of a chiseled vet. He didn't have time to, to deal with new guys or new receivers um, to try and learn as they go. So I think that helps Nikhil Harry. While his value hasn't really increased in terms of fantasy drafts, um, it's just something to keep an eye on if Cam Newton does indeed become the starter. You still have Julian Edelman there who's going to be, you know, your your slot guy. He's going to garner mm-hmm. a bunch of targets because he's one of the few weapons that's still available in that offense. Um, we, I think. Uh, Do they still have Sanu? They, they still have Sanu, Muhammad yeah. Sanu, but I don't. If I'm looking at Patriots wide receivers to draft, I'm only going to take a, I'm only going to take a shot at either Julian Edelman or Nikhil Harry in the later rounds at a, at a value. It's right, just right. there's no real point in taking Muhammad Sanu because he's not going to be the number one guy. He's not going to be yeah. he's not going to overshadow the other two in terms mm-hmm. of upside either. So you kind of know what you get with, um, you know, the other two, Nikhil Harry and Julian Edelman. All right, so um, Will, real quick, Shoot. I. I hear what you and Mike saying about Nikhil Harry, right? And mm-hmm. and with Cam and the possibility of. But an interesting stat, like, that I looked up, right, is completion percentage and how accurate the QB is. And Cam has never been an accurate QB. You know, since he's been in the league, let's go to his rookie year, only four times in the nine years has he completed 60% or more um, of his passes. And if you compare Brady to since when Cam entered the league from 2011, every year Brady is 60% or more. So mm-hmm. you're taking a drop as far as as far as the quarterback, as far as accuracy. And that's why I feel like it, it doesn't work. Cam has a strong arm. He does. But he's not accurate. And that's like that's my biggest, like, you know. Are you, well, you, you know yeah, that's my biggest concern. You move on from Brady, but then you're going to a less accurate quarterback. Yeah, and if you don't go to Cam, then you're going to Stid, who isn't proven at all. No, nobody knows what he's going to look like. Yeah, I'll say this, and then we can move on to the running back, and then close it out because they don't have any tight ends worth. The tight end <laughs> position has been dead mm. since right. Gronk mm. left. Yeah, right. Um, I think when you change systems and you look at how Bill Belichick approaches how he uses quarterbacks, mm-hmm. he's not your typical, or you know how the team approaches using quarterbacks. And I say that because you saw them use two other quarterbacks different ways as opposed to how they use Brady. Um, you saw how Jimmy Garoppolo was used when he had that short stint about think, uh, mm-hmm. four games and he hurt right. himself in you know one of them. Then you saw how they use Jacoby Brissett. Um, Cam Newton, I feel like they're going to switch their style of play to fit the quarterback, not so much as you know jam a circle into a square. Right. I think that that's what will help cut down on some of the, you know, the inaccuracies that Cam has had over the years. Um, you know, you don't have, you don't really have big play weapons on the outside. So you kind of funnel everything into closer. And I think he can be more accurate if you, you know, scale the game down and then you let him run, make, you got to use his physical abilities to make him deadly, which make which has always made Cam um, a relatively positive fantasy asset. But when you, the, one of the issues that we're going to go talk about now is the running back situation because Sony Michelle is your lead guy and he's, he hasn't been very good. Um, he finished as the the running back 28 on the season. He only had, he didn't crack a thousand yards um, nope. and now he's hurt and he has the potential to miss week one and end up on the pup, which means he'll miss another six weeks. This is why mm-hmm. I talked about Damian Harris um, a, a couple episodes ago and y'all laughed at me. But the reason why I brought him up is, and like I said before, Harris is the youngest guy there, um, and he's one of the reasons why I would target him if I had to pick somebody out of that running back group. It's just 
you know, you you read about the information coming out of camp and how well he's doing, but you already know that Belichick, they have a they have a, a term that they use for fantasy, Bellatrix, because it's never going to be the same running back week in and week out. You know, you have James, you have James White there, you have Rex Burkhead there. They signed Lamar Miller, who's on the pup list right now. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't, you never know who's going to get what when. You can only hope to have a piece of it. So when one blows up and they're like, okay, well, we're going to ride this guy until the wheels fall off. Then they'll rock with, you know, whoever has the high hand. So if you had, to me, if you had to pick one, I would target um, Damian Harris. He's a little cheaper. Um, he doesn't have the injury concerns and he's, he's, uh, he's a dual threat back. So. That's fair. You know, like that's- Mike said, um, outside of fantasy, um, we definitely going to see what type of coach Belichick is this year. Yeah, yeah. we definitely are because he's he got Swiss cheese to deal with. He's out. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I definitely yeah. think they might they might end up last. <laughs> it's it's yeah. very possible. Yeah, facts. If he facts. if he makes it, I'll say this: if he makes it to the playoffs, no way. There's there's no dis- exactly there's no disputing how great Bill Belichick is. Right. If Brady, so, I'll, and, I'll agree um, with that. I was no. listening to sports radio, I think, the the other day, and they were talking about it. <laughs> right, Mike. He not, like, I don't think he makes it either. Nah. <laughs> no. It's like, who's Sorry. better? Brady, what, or what's better? Brady winning the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or Bill Belichick making it to the playoffs with the, what he wins. has right now? Oh, Brady. Yeah, Brady. Man. I mean, that, uh, you know, the yeah, legacy. that aspect, yeah. But we're talking about getting to it with what you have. Brady is armed to the teeth. Well, I, I, he is armed, that, true. That, that is true. Yeah, true. But He's got that was true. If, but if Belichick a, on the defensive side of the ball is armed to the teeth as well, though. No, nah, that's where most of the, the COVID the players Oh, well, yeah, because they opt out. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Remember mm-hmm. that. So that's why I'm saying yeah. it's like an old Yosemite Sam cartoon. Like when he pull out right. the two guns and then all of the other guns come, that's Brady. Right. Brady can shoot you <laughs> with six different right, ways. Right. And you'd be like, oh, my God. Bill Belichick <laughs> has nothing now. Right. So that's why I just say this whole this whole season is trash with this opting out joint. This whole COVID joint is trash. Yeah, fast. <laughs> I don't even want to get into it because then it'll get yeah. sideways. But we'll move on. Um, and we'll go to well now we'll talk about the Buffalo Bills. They finished mm-hmm. 10 and 6. They made the playoffs. They look pretty <laughs> decent. Defense is good. But let's talk about Josh Allen. Whole prediction. Oh, go ahead, Mike. Ooh, oh, snack. Oh, go ahead, Mike. Bold prediction. Now, this is not really my bold prediction, but on CBS, uh, Chris Trapasso stated that bold prediction that Josh Allen, NFL MVP candidate. Get out of here, oh, man. Really? Yo, Will. Hey, hey, Will, kick him out. Kick him out. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't ladies, me. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Panda's episode of Fancy Fest. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Bold prediction. Wow. What? Really? Over, over, hold on. Really? Over Sam Darnold? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not going to say over. <laughs> I'm not going to say over Sam Darnold because Sam Darnold is clearly better. But I'm saying like. <laughs> Sorry. Don't even laugh that loud. <laughs> he hasn't won an MVP over Mahomes, Lamar, Dak, Carson. Really? Listen, I- I'm just a messenger. No, I'm, that's just I'm just a messenger. That don't have me laughing. T- I'll say, oh, snap. Speak, so, um, yeah. Since we're speaking about Josh Allen and speaking about inaccurate quarterbacks, uh, <laughs> oh man, so like he fits right in. Um, I definitely think if you're taking a quarterback, uh, you should not, whatever, whatsoever, draft Josh Allen. Yo, good facts. Now, I will have to say, I kind of disagree with you. And oh, here you why. go. Here's here why. He here's why. He finished as the QB, he finished as the QB six last season. Now, I do agree that he's not accurate. He's not accurate at all. His deep ball completion percentage was only 25. That's ranked 30th in the league. He was yeah. bad. Anything further than, what, 20 yards? He was he was not hitting it. But he does he have terrible. Stephon Diggs now. That's who, true. Mm-hmm. Who could give you a better – he gives you a better angle at a, uh, at a deep threat target. But and also, you, Will – You have – go ahead. Um, uh, I don't know if you've seen – I was watching, I think it's NFL Network, and they were talking about Josh Allen and showing, literally, it was a montage of plays of receivers wide open, and he's just letting his cell 
directly out of bounds. I mean, Stefan Diggs won't change that. If you're inaccurate, you're still going to be inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but they <laughs> but you they have been working together to to build up that chemistry uh to offseason. Yeah. So it's just a yeah. matter of whether they can be on the same page during the season. But before wow. that, who was Josh Allen really throwing to outside of John Brown? No, I mean, you just named Oh, he had – oh, hold on. He had oh, Cole Beasley. Yeah, I was say Cole Beasley. You know what I mean? He had Cole Beasley because, you know, when they played Dallas uh, week 13, you know, they had 110 that. yards and six, oh, six receptions oh, and a touchdown. That joint was crazy. And in Dallas, too. He had to get in the mic. I mean, say that was fantasy numbers, though. You know what I mean? Mm, that, that was, man, that was great numbers. for a game, but we're talking about – his deep threat. Uh, oh, Cole that's Beasley. the only game I cared about. Yeah, I know. Well, Dallas <laughs> <laughs> defense last season was trash. So, no. I mean, look what Mr. Trubisky did against our defense. I mean, our defense wasn't. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Will, he getting us off topic, Will. He getting us off yeah, topic. Me? No, <laughs> I'm, talking about, I'm talking about the Bills. I'm just talking about Yo. the Bills. I'm just talking about Cole Beasley. That's all I said. <laughs> I did the stats. That's all I did. Gosh. But no, no, for real, right. let's, let me talk about uh, Stephon Diggs, too. Like, you think about it. He had Kirk Cousins that didn't want to uh, throw to him. He was just like Baker Mayfield and, o- 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 and uh, Odell. Baker would never throw to Odell, and same thing with Kirk, Kirk Cousins. So Stephon Diggs was upset. Odell had a thousand yards. Yeah, but those those Dude. targets weren't. It wasn't that great. Yeah, no. They remember were where Odell. at all? Remember where Odell? Hmm. Frustrations. Fantasy. Oh, okay. Yeah, but okay. Stephon Diggs had eleven hundred and sixty D's. He had. They, Last that's, season, it wasn't like Kirk wasn't throwing them the ball. No, half of them, yeah, half of them Jones was on the Eagles. So I'm just and, letting you know. Like, and, you, <laughs> and you have to remember that Adam Thielen got hurt last season too. Yeah. So if you exactly. if Adam's out, who are you throwing the ball to? It's going to be Diggs. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Allen has the one thing that kind of saves Josh Allen's fantasy value is the fact that he's a rusher. He's a Lamar Jackson light, really mm-hmm. light. Um, he had nine touchdowns on the ground. He had over 500 yards. Yeah, 500 uh, yards. Lord, man, really. So, you know, that kind of saves, that kind of balances out. Is that right? Did I get that right? I got that right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. you got it right. Yeah, You're 570. Right. Yeah, 510. Excuse me. So mm-hmm. his rushing floor helps him where, because you know he's not going to throw, where he hasn't thrown, you know, over well over 1,000, 3,000 yards. You know, he's not cracking 3,500, 3,700, mm-hmm. but he's going to give you. You know, thirty thousand, maybe thirty-two hundred, passing, and then another five hundred, you know, or plus. And he's got the touchdown floor. Um, that's what kind of boosts his fantasy value. Um, can he be a better passer? Sure, but I don't of think course. the scheme for the Buffalo Bills is going to predicate to that. They're going to run the ball. They're going to use their, you know, their running backs that they have going into Delvin Singletary and uh, Zach Moss. Um, they're just going to, they're going to rely on they're gonna rely more on a running game and their defense as opposed to just chucking it deep. Now okay. so here's my question for all it. y'all. Go ahead. Go ahead. We just talked about Cam. Who are you taking fantasy wise? Cam or Josh Allen? Josh Allen. I know Josh. I'm taking Josh what? Allen. I'm taking Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Josh, Josh. Yeah, Josh is, is, is yeah, like uh, Will said, QB six, man. Yeah. I've seen this, especially for uh, fantasy pros. He's seventh ranked right now, right. man. You know what I mean? And, and like, if, yeah. And if you have a keeper draft, I mean, just like as far as him going, you know, his uh his ceiling is yeah. higher. I mean, they also just added John Brown as well. They had over a thousand yards last year too, so that kind of helps out as well with the receiver core. Yep. And then when you now we're going to get into the running backs. Um, Devin Singletary, he's a fade for me. I'm not, yeah. I'm not high on Singletary at all this right. year. They brought in Zach Moss, who's going to fill in that Frank Gore role. Um, I think TJ Yeah, got, you got uh, TJ Jones. Jones. I'm, I'm not going further back than that. Um, only because yeah. I think Zach Moss has a Thank lot more you. value than people are willing to admit. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that when you bring in a guy who's like Frank Gore out. Out, uh, he got more carries than Devin Singletary last season, mm-hmm. and Frank Gore was a hundred years old. So right. it was uh, the carry count was one hundred sixty six to one hundred fifty one. Now you yeah. bring in a younger guy who's bigger, um, and who's who's dominant in around the goal line too. Um, is Devin Singletary didn't even get a lot of red zone targets under the five yards last season. He only got two, mm-hmm. and he only scored once. 
Now you're bringing yeah. in a dominant, a more you're bringing in a guy for a dominant role there. Um, I don't see Singletary being worth drafting this year. Like honestly, no, right. right? And Zach Moss, he you know he was the tenth running back taken, you know, and uh, out of Utah, you know, third round. So and the rumblings with the team right now is that he's to be the primary back. Ooh. So um, I did not so, see that. Yes. Um, <laughs> So Glorious. That's kind of <laughs> this kind of situation with him. Um, and Devin Singletary was so like he was had a spotty times throughout the season. Um, mm-hmm. but he's really pretty good, definitely uh catching out the back uh and getting, you know, yards, you know, once the ball is in his hands. So we, we have to see what he's gonna do right now. But uh Zach Moss definitely has more of a um especially if you want to get for touchdowns and uh, short short carries uh, at the goal line. He's going to be the guy that you want to end up picking up. Mm-hmm. That's a point. Good we point. agree, Mike. Awesome. Yeah, I uh, agree. This, this, um, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. For real. All right. Uh, the Buffalo Bills don't really have tight ends. So no. Dawson Knox, no. is. He's uh, he's been hyped to have potential, but I don't even think that they use – I mean, I don't think – I've when I've gone over the numbers, he's not a tight end. He's another one of those tight ends that really don't – you know, pop for you. It's not worth it. Right. So they don't really use them too much like the other guys, like your your bigger names or, you know, some guys that you'll find in the middle rounds. Dawson Knox, I don't – he's a miss for me too. I'm not even worried about him. Now let's get into our favorite team that everybody's been talking about, the New York Jets. Sam, baby Darnold. Sam, baby <laughs> The Jets were seven and nine. They were booty butt cheeks last season. They were booty. <laughs> Adam Ace. So Man. I'm just gonna I'm gonna let this one rock with Jalen because he's so. I want to know where <laughs> this, this hype comes from. Where Sam Darnold is gonna be the man and he's gonna be better than all these quarterbacks. Just give me First give me a, give me two minutes, wait, man. Wait. Give me two minutes. Uh, my popcorn. All I'm saying, you know, what I'm saying, I didn't say he'd be better than all. He top twenty is not an overstatement. Yeah, facts. Once, facts. Once we go through our rankings, facts. Sam Darnold will be in the top twenty quarterbacks. Sam Darnold finished the QB twenty seven last season. Go ahead. Oh, he's going to jump. And, up. You can't he's tell me he can jump up seven spots. He's going to jump, jump up, man. He has for sure. He, ha- he has upside. He like we literally were just talking about. Um, I'm not comparing him to Kyler Murray, but young quarterbacks. You telling me uh, Josh Allen has more upside than? Sam Darnold, or that he's like a clear better quarterback than Sam Darnold? No, he's not. Sam yeah, Darnold, he but... no, no, he's not. Okay. Uh, well, you know, if you're adding in rushing and stuff like that, you know, sure. But he's, a better, as far he's as, definitely a better fantasy prospect. He's not a better passer. And last time I checked, quarterbacks are supposed to pass mm-hmm. the ball. Mm-hmm. And and I think, you know, not to skip ahead, but with the receiver car, I don't think the receiver core is that bad. Um, who for the Jets? For the Jets, it's not great. Let's talk No, that. it's definitely not great because you have Brashad Perryman. That's what I just said. I said it's not, it's not great. Chris Hogan. Oh, yo, I forgot about the great Chris Hogan. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, so Sam. Okay, mm-hmm. so how about this for for a fun fact? Sam Darnold's deep ball completion percentage. Was just slightly better than Josh Allen's twenty six point. I'll take it, man. All, all I'll take it, baby. All I, you give me too much information. All I care about is if it's better or not. It was better, right? Really? So twenty ninth so, and thirtieth is is really? Twenty ninth. <laughs> listen, man. You see the you see the potential in Sam, cause you know what I mean. Again, right? Y'all have, right, y'all right, y'all have right. got to be trolling me. No, I, we, trolling. we we put this is a this is a healthy bet, man. This is a healthy bet, and you got to look at again. You look at the stats between Sam and Josh. It's not that much of a difference, man. But you putting Josh exactly like you know on on six or seven. You know what I mean? Sam can actually do that. If, Tony, right now, man, I'm, I believe in Sam. We trust, dude. That's all it is. I'm gonna hashtag that. I'm definitely gonna hashtag <laughs> Sam. We trust. In Sam, we trust, man. Have to be on a trailer. Can we trust? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right, Mike. I think that 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 definitely needs to go on there. All right, so we 
we talked about Sam Darnold a little bit. I think he's trash. He threw 19 touchdowns. Oh, he's he's trash. He's interception. He's good. What? He, Hating man. Wait, did, what did he say? What did he say, Jalen? He he talking about. Hold on, because now I'm about to rant on Will. Because now he, let's go. Let's go. He said, you know, Josh Allen will be better. And Josh Allen, you, you literally just talked about his deep ball. You literally just talked about how inaccurate of a pass he was, right? We just did last episode where Baker Mayfield threw 22 touchdowns to 21 picks. Are you telling me Sam Darnold can't be better than that? What? Why was the reason? What was the reason? No, no, no. I don't. I don't care about all your explanations, Will. <laughs> Will Sam Darnold be better than 22 touchdowns and 21 interceptions? Yes, no, I Sam like Darnold. that. See, and this is why Ooh. you're going to lose this bet. So you need to shake hands on me now before you try and wheel you your must way be out. Your, yo, we'll, 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 we'll about to lose in this joint, cast, for real. <laughs> I'm going to say this, it, and then we're we'll, going to move we'll, on because we got one more team to cover. Baker that, man. is going to be better than Sam Darnold. And you can thank Steph, uh, Kevin Stefanski for that. So when you he hold this L, when you hold this L, I'm going to rewind man. these tapes no. and I'm going to show you why. <laughs> All right. The only, the only way I'm taking the L is if Sam Darnold is not a top 20 quarterback. 20. Facts. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I don't care if Sam Darnold is number 20. Let's, he's, let's at least he's 20. Cause that's it. That's all I can Prove about. our point, man. You go ahead. Come on, man. Every quarter. Right, so what, right, so what's the bet? Is it, is it him being top 20? Him or top 20. He has to be top 20 for the season. He has to be top 20. He has to be top 20. We, we said that in the beginning of the, the, the whole season yeah. of this show. We'll we said top 20. We'll try but to know. No, I'm not trying to switch it up. I said the same thing. I haven't changed. I haven't changed anything that I've said, but I've stated the parameters for the bet, and you won't take them. No, no, you talking about some? Oh no, the, the perplexity of the, the the quarterback. No, 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 top twenty. That's not what I did. Hey Mark, hey Mark, hey Mark. This what he did. If I win the bet, you wear a pink shirt that say Will's right, and you got wear for a week. Nobody's doing that. But I said, I said, and <laughs> but I said I would do the same thing. That's the problem. If, if you win, if you win, I'll wear the shirt. The, but the bet is weak. It so, has nothing so to do. You with have to family. come up. So you that, have to come up with something I'm better. Gonna I'm gonna do. It. I'm gonna come up with something. I got you. Yeah, yeah, oh, wait, yeah. Wait, wait, I did, Mark. This was that, Mark, Mike. This is what I came up with. I said if Sam Darnold is a top twenty quarterback mm-hmm. next season, you know when we when we do a fantasy draft, I said. I can pick the player of my choice off your roster that you have to trade me. And if he's not, then I'll do the same thing back. It deals with fantasy. That's the I like bet. that. I like it. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I'm not, I like I'm not that. doing that. Yeah. Reneging already. Hey, listen, no, as, 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 as a guest, as a guest, I feel like that should be that should be law right there. Exactly. Right there. I feel, I, that sounds amazing. You're Keep it fancy. That's why you're the guest. But no, but but no, we'll go be like, but see, that's the thing. We'll go renege and be like, oh man, yeah, the hypotenuse of the, the, the trade is going to be like, oh, like oh, come on, man. No. Come on. So, so why would we accept that bet, Will? First of all, both bets are fantasy relevant. Have you not had, if you can go on, you can go on Twitter and you can talk to anybody about fantasy punishments for the toilet bowl for guys who are losers. And guys, who what they have to do when they lose fantasy leagues, mm-hmm. it's the same parameter. I'm not trying to do. I'm not doing anything outside of the box or nothing like that. All I'm saying is, perfect per things that I've seen as far as fantasy punishments, that would fit right in the alley. And Am I'm I not good? giving up no player. You're not going to affect my team next year when we do fantasy. You so good at fantasy that this this well this is a yeah, fantasy. But why would I- uh, why would yes. I purposely? Why would I purposely handicap myself next season? Because you, because Mark, because uh, you're good. Wait, like wait, wait, that, Mark. Man, you're good like Mark, that. what's that? Good. Quote me. But didn't he specifically say it was an easy bet? So if you have that much confidence, right? Play so, but that streak goes both. You see, you killing my time. That that, <laughs> that streak goes both. That streak goes both ways. Because if it's that easy of a bet, you shouldn't be worried about wearing a pink shirt on your AVI on Twitter for a month. Right, Listen, right. <laughs> yeah, it's an easy no, no, bet. I, Sam Darnold on top twenty. I agree, so, so then why are you shirking? That bet is weak. Don't try and come in and get Mike to back you up. I don't care. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> Mike's my guy, but you're not gonna come in here and back you up. I don't care nothing about what he got to say. Hey, listen, he me, and Wayne, me, me, me and Will have been agreeing so much, so I gotta go against him somehow. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. If you can't wear a pink shirt, I'm not gonna handicap my team next year. All right, well, let's let's meet in the middle. All right, what's I'm not wearing a pink shirt. I don't know. I'll be done if I wear a pink shirt that got that name on it. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> All right, Le- Le'Veon Bell, and then we get out. Le'Veon Bell and Christian Her- Herner. Um, mm-hmm. Bell finished. Look, basically, my thoughts are Bell's a fate this year. I don't trust Adam Gates to do right by him. He brought in Frank Gore. He's going to give him carries. He's going to give him goal line carries. Le'Veon Bell is good as a talent. He's not going to be good for fantasy this year. I called it last season. Right. Um, based on his ADP, I called him a bust because you were drafting him in the early second round to get him, and he finished almost halfway out of the uh, out of the top 30. He was a matter of fact, last episode, last episode, we literally said we're out on Le'Veon Bell. So you yeah, can I'm just re I'm just reaffirming that for me, you know. But uh Christian Herndon, mm-hmm. uh the tight end, he's been getting a lot of mm-hmm. buzz in camp. They've been talking about, oh, yeah, you know, he's Sam Darnold's favorite target. Um, that's because Sam Darnold can't throw deep. So where else is the ball going to go? In, in PPR, Hashtag not Darnold. top 20. Come on, man. Come on. You're a hating dude. This is our man's season right here. I'm not even going to talk but, about that one. <laughs> but Chris, Chris Herndon is a guy who I think um, will benefit from the target's not going far. Um, San Darnold's not going to take chances too many like that, um, especially if he wants his interception total to go down. Um, if Sam, if Chris Herndon is going to be a top target, um, I would say keep my eye on him. He's not a guy you're going to have to snap early or in the mid to late rounds. Um, I don't have his ADP in front of me, but I'll double-check that, and I'll post that on Twitter. Now we go to the Miami Dolphins. Oh, yeah, um, division Kyle, leaders right here. Yeah, they've, they've rebuilt a lot of their team, um, especially mm-hmm. in free agency. Um, they got, you know, I'm, I'm, and when I say free agency, I mean on the defensive side of the ball. They did bring in um, Jordan Howard. They signed him to a two-year deal. Um, Albert Wilson and Alan Hearns opted out. They were the slot guys for, or the number three wide receivers for the team. Um, Wait, who first, was the second one? Alan Hearns and who? Um, Albert Wilson. Oh, Albert. Okay. Both opted out this season. Um, Tua, Tua is going to be good with the what the, with what the pieces they have. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not concerned about him starting this season. I'm actually preferring yeah. that they don't start him this season. Right. Um, it's magic. Yeah, I want Fist. Yeah. I want Fist to throw a whole bunch of you know all over the place because I think that's where Devontae Parker and Preston Williams will benefit the most. Mm-hmm. Um. They also brought in Matt Breda. Um, yeah, who, baby. Who they've been they've been saying um, in camp. I think they've been saying in camp that that he's pushing for that number one spot. If he gets he, he it, should. Uh, Howard, who else is there? he should. Yeah, you're right, Mike. It's, oh, it's not a lot of guys yeah. there. Yeah, well, yeah, you got Jordan Howard, but he's coming still coming got, off an injury as well. He got hands right. like feet. But Jordan Howard. You know, outside, you know, last season in Philly, when he was healthy, he actually did play pretty well oh, until yeah. Miles Sanders like took off. But, yeah. um, but that's a, that's a, the running back situation in with the Dolphins. I mean, having either Breida or Howard starting, either or. I mean, the Dolphins is going to do pretty good with either you know with either or. Like yeah. you said, Jordan Howard don't got no hands, but Matt Breida do. So I mean. Yeah, I I would say this. Um, I like taking both late. If Breda makes the job, I think he's a better fantasy asset, especially in PPR over Jordan right. Howard. And gotcha. he he's not small enough where he's not going to get goal line looks either. They'll probably just you know because Jordan Howard's the bigger back, they'll use him. But right, Breda Breda's got Breda's got speed. He's got hands. I would definitely take uh Matt Breda if um, oh, especially late in drafts. Um, and I do like. Uh, Devontae Devontae Parker and Preston mm-hmm. Williams. Now, Preston um, Williams is my 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 guy that I'm looking at too. Right. You know now. what? You know what, Mike? I called Preston Williams. Uh, was it last season? I got I'm, I'm dig up some tweets and see if I can find it. But I was watching. I was actually watching like the training, not training camp. Uh, the preseason. 
And I saw him make mm-hmm. like this nasty catch on the sideline. And I'm like, who in the world is this kid? Who is this guy? Yeah, and that's then, the way like, nice. he just blew up. I'm like, oh man, I gotta get on uh, this this hype train because this boy is nice. But yeah. um, in terms of tight ends, the, the Dolphins actually have a good tight end. Um, Siki, yeah, Siki. Oh man, I love him, dog. Yep, and he because, got so much attention. Yeah, mm-hmm. agreed. Yeah. And because you don't have Allen Hearns and uh, Allen Hearns and uh, Albert Wilson here at the slot, that's mm. more work for Mike Gesicki this season. Mm-hmm. Um. They did bring in – they recently brought in another wide receiver to play the slot role. Um, his name escapes me, so I have to check. But even with that new addition, I think that there's more value in getting Mike Gusecki over worrying about who the the, uh, the slot guy coming in to, you know, to take that role. Gusecki showed out, I think, the better half of last season. Right. Um, especially with Ryan Fitzpatrick um, throwing a ball to him. So, mm-hmm. Gasecki, I think he's still a sleeper, but he's getting a lot of he's generating a lot more noise. So he might not be a sleeper for long. But I like the way the team is built. Um, you think he's a sleeper? I think he is just oh. based off his ADP. He's not. He's not being drafted high, and that's he's what, top fifteen. So yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Say, yeah I'm put him top fifteen. That's why. Yeah, that's what kind of predicates where why you would call a certain player a sleeper. They're right. not getting drafted in the single rounds or before, you know, round 10 or 11. Nah. They're not really, you know, they're not really sleepers because they're being drafted enough where, you know, people are aware of them. So. Right. So Sam know. Darnold is sleeper. I got you. No, and they he just slept. Just <laughs> that boy, he's in a coma. So Mike, um, who you got winning this division? This division? Yep. The way things is looking, I feel like it's the Bills. Um, it's between the Bills and and Miami. Um, reason why I just don't trust Adam Gase. Right. So, um, he says a lot of things, but nothing works. And uh, we see how Miami's now kind of rebuilt themselves. So, uh, and their defense is definitely going to step up. So. It's between those two. I still, it's the Jets. So, I mean, I still don't believe. I think uh, Mark Sanchez cursed them. So, (laughs) (laughs) Mark, who you got? Man, I still want to ride the Sam Darnold train, man, but I got to go with the uh, the Dolphins, though. So, definitely the Dolphins. Yeah, for sure. It's just common sense. Yeah. I got the Dolphins, too. Who you got, Will? Um, Well, wait. I got the Dolphins if Tua starts. Okay. I feel like I feel like uh, if, yeah. if Tua doesn't start, then I'm a rock with the Bills. Right. Um Go ahead, Will. Um I might have to go with Buffalo, man. Their defense is just one of the best. I, we haven't seen what Miami has put together on the defensive side of the ball. I think they do mm-hmm. have a lot of pieces that would definitely give Buffalo a run for their money. It's all a part of whether the defense. They made a lot gelled. of moves, though, on they defense. Did. The and they spent a lot of money. They did. They spent a lot of money. Lot it's of just money. a matter of because I can't just blame everything on COVID, but we have to see what the defense looks like when it comes out there. But you already know what the Buffalo Bills defense looks like. Right. Um, I think with all the pieces that are missing out of um, New England, no matter how great Bill Belichick is, you got to have the talent on the team. He still has most mm-hmm. of his secondary together. But if you get – if they the, the Patriots defense starts getting ran on, it's a wrap. It don't matter how good your secondary is because you can't right. stop the run. So I think the Buffalo Bills are the best balanced team to come out and win this division. And if I'm not mistaken either, didn't Shaq Lawson leave the Buffalo Bills to go to the Dolphins? Mm-hmm. I don't know because – you talking about Shaq Lawson then went to the Dolphins. They also got Kyle Van Noy from the Patriots, one of arguably the best defensive players outside of uh, Stephon Gilmore. And then they added Byron Jones too. I don't know. I'm if they start Tua, that team could be really good. Yeah, yeah, true. But it, and, and piggybacking off of Will, yeah, you're right. I mean, the Bills have one of the most strongest defense. Matter of fact, they're top five, dude. Right. You know, what I mean, for sure, they're coming into the season. And oh man, uh, 
Yeah, if you are playing defensive ball, man, you definitely gonna give the Bills an edge, man. You know what I mean? And again, with uh what Jalen was saying, if Tua starts, I, that that's that offense in uh, Miami is gonna spark, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For sure. So it's it depends. It depends on, on you know, let's see uh, bring putting the kid in. Put the kid in, man, and make right. Miami great. I don't think you, know you know what I mean. That's all I um this will be the last point and then we can wrap it up. But I don't see the reason to bring in Tua because it's just it's just too risky right now. You know, he What's hasn't had a full yeah. Well, I mean, there's gonna be my thing is my thought is this there are gonna be players that are gonna have to get pushed into a role because of where they drafted. Um one of the concerns coming out for Tua was I think injury history, right? There's no reason to worry there's no reason to push Tua because you already know he's the man. Brian Fitzpatrick knows that Tua is the next guy to take over. He knows he's but, a bridge guy. But right. you get to you get to have Tua Two was in a position where he can learn from Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, watch and see what he does and what you're not supposed to do. And then mm-hmm. you get a full offseason, hopefully next year, to really mm-hmm. gel and get and get under the offense as opposed to being rushed. Like, that's the same reason why I don't think Justin Herbert is going to start this season. He's not going to start no. unless they're out I heard of the playoffs you. and there's only okay. three games left. Oh, Tyrod ain't giving it up too easily. Now, yeah. this, is my, this is the only thing. I don't like that idea. If he's the first of all, you know it don't matter how much he learns on the sideline from Ryan Fitzpatrick. You're never going to actually uh, learn until you're actually in the game. You know he's not going to learn what not to do until he's in the game. And mm-hmm. I feel like if he's the man, then put him in. But and, also, you have, you don't have a preseason either, so it's not like you have any games under his belt, right? Like yeah. anything, so it's really that's, tough. That's also true. And, and so far, what they've been saying uh, as far as the camp, because uh, NFL Network. Listen, Jay, they've been saying like he's not going to start. Fish Fitzpatrick more likely going to be the starter, and he'll might come down come in mid season, right? But not start off. So you're not going to see him till you know week seven, week eight, possibly if that's the case. Right. I just think you know with the Dolphins, y'all don't have nothing to lose. I mean, y'all been losing forever. You know, <laughs> it'd be elegant or, with that one. No, but I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, what do you have to lose other than pay? You know, than to play too. You know, if he if he if he plays bad, then you go to Ryan. But I just feel like you know, start Ryan and then go on to him, and then if he plays bad, then you gonna go back to Ryan. Just let him, you know, let him start out. Let him fill it out. Give him a couple mm-hmm. games. You don't got nothing to lose. Nobody expect you to win a division anyway. Really, everybody picking the Bills. <laughs> so what do you have to lose? Yeah, I guess I just I don't. I just feel like I don't need to risk him right now. I'd rather him have a whole offseason under his belt where he gets to learn the offense, he gets to gel with the players, you know, and then you make that transition a much it's much easier. Right. I, that's that's how I feel about it. That's all. But um Mike, thank you for joining us for the podcast, man. We really enjoyed having you on. Yes, Very sir. insightful right. stuff, man. Uh yeah. We could I think I could see myself doing this again. Yeah. Right. Maybe not with that. maybe not with Mike though. <laughs> Don't be a hater, sir. <laughs> like, uh, I'm glad I'm glad you're here, bro. Thanks, yeah, thanks, thanks for joining thanks us. Man. The camp come in. <laughs> All right. This will wrap it up for us, man. Uh we want to thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy's Finest Podcast. As always, as always, be sure to check us out at our website on the fantasy Make sure you hit that subscribe button, leave some reviews on Apple Podcasts. Uh, We will see you the next episode. Till then, peace. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy's Finest Podcast. Be sure to join the community on Facebook and follow us on Twitter too at the Fantasy's Finest. See you next episode.